this video or santa will find you and he will deal with you himself how's it going everybody i'm jason ward from makingstarwars.com and uh rob's rob's a ghost again and sigourney 30 behind him. Impressive. hey sigourney, well, sigourney Weaver. you know what i mean like I'm, yeah. I'm actually not about blonde sigourney <laughs> weaver but i am about whatever you call that pop thing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a brilliant film. Uh, $3,500, Jason. Oh, for $3, that. $3,500 for, for smelly, tethered AR goggles. I told you that thing would be dumb, dude. Well, told tell them what it is. They, they don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, you people aren't in the know? They don't care. I mean, they might they care when you tell them how stupid. Well, I mean, they, they don't know. Don't right. They probably don't care. But it, it's, I mean, I, I care. You know, like Luke Skywalker, I care. No, it's out, the... Uh, out, out, out. It's the Apple VR AR augmented reality headset fucking yeah, thing goggles and yeah. and the only people who can afford it are the are the people who are causing the writer strike in Hollywood. That's it. Beyond that, like it's like oh you only use your hands, no joysticks. I'm like, well that fucking rules out games. Like mm-hmm. other than picking things up and punching people, like I got to tell you the best games are not the ones you swing your hands around. They yeah. are like now well, now playing Maybe playing like uh, RTSs, perhaps. No, but even then, no. you still need a controller. You know, some some games know. have really good like like hand. You know, like the hand tracking can be really good for all for all. I mean, I'm not trying to stick up. Yeah, for, but if you're holding a 30, lightsaber, you don't want to yeah. pretend to hold a lightsaber. You want to be physically right. feeling like you're holding a lightsaber. And let's be honest, around these parts, the best VR is Star Wars VR, right, Jason? We can well, admit, right? Like. But I would also say that, like, if the hand tracking was to work, like, in the pretend way, you could just m- optionally pick up a lightsaber that you have and use that. Oh, that's and true. Yeah, you got me. I mean, I mean, more, more, more Wii peripheral. Remember the Wii? Yeah. The Wii aisle at Walmart was filled Dude, with just plastics. Uh, <laughs> I, a guy I know at LucasArts, when they were a thing, was talking about the Wii and what they were being promised would happen. And then when we plus came out and they didn't know anything about it, they were fucking right. livid. And that's when they, that's when they like just said, fuck them at that point. Yeah. They didn't know they're like, fuck them. It was over. Yeah. Uh, and Santa says like the show though. So make sure you like the show, uh, be a channel member. If you can be a channel member, it's the best way to, to uh, support the uh, show. And, uh, and also of our friends like Bestman bulletin, me, 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 and Bestman, we might strike. We might do a writer strike on you guys. We can do it. We can do it. And then, in like about three months, some fakers will show up. People will be like, "We eating good tonight," because they're just saying whatever that they want to hear. And then, like eight months will go by, and then you'll just see all of it wasn't true, and you should have supported Bestman Bulletin and making Star Wars. And me and me and Bestman will be will be out. What what? We'll, we'll probably be in, what we'll, we'll, we'll cover instead. We'll probably be doing like making, making, making transformers. They're making um, plenty of tra- Jason. Do you know how many the Bumble, transformers the Bumblebee bulletin? God, that sounds better. They've actually, managed, they've managed mm-hmm. to put out more transformers films than Star Wars films. Now, granted, they mostly suck, but then again, most of our audience feels the Star Wars films suck, whether they do or not. Well, so, and most of our audience sucks. So it's all right. it's like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love. So, you guys, like, what's I'm the kidding. difference? What, Jason? No. What is the difference? May I, may I ponder you a philosophical question for a second? Well, they filmed a, the George. They filmed the Transformers movie with no scripts. Philosophically, the, the I wasn't difference. doing the Lucas voice. I was just trying to sound smart, and it came off as George Lucas. It came off as, as smarmy <laughs> That's Lucas. Ha, ha. That's, yeah, smarmy Lucas. Yeah. No, the question I have, Jason, is if 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 your fear of making a bad film right yeah. keeps you from making any films. But no matter what you make, most people hate your films anyway, but they'll pay to see them. Then what is the fear? You, do you see what I'm saying? You, but, you're you an know, educated well, person. Well, no, I, I think I think at the at the end, if you want to look at it from more of a legacy standpoint, um, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rogue One, those are going to be remembered as, wow, Good films, fun films, things that are worth you know showing to your children, your grandchildren, whatever. Those are movies that like will fall into that category. And so I think the idea is to you know not crash the brand. 
not to do and and you're you're right but also those those guys that you know uh i don't solo guys all that shit when the solo movie was coming out and stuff those people they just want this to fail anyways they don't like it in the first place so all the people who hate it anyways um are kind of irrelevant because i don't think they're long-time consumers i think they're short-time right right but i'm just talking about the 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 fear within a corporation right like corp mm -hmm. like a, a culture fear within a within a so here, here's my here's I, I don't I don't, th I, I don't think it's I don't think it's like I, I think Disney would 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 fucking pump away at these things and just make baby after Star Wars baby if they would I think it's I think it's Kathleen Kennedy and that's where the the, the quality control stop is where she's like that's not realistic this, this movie is not this, gonna not gonna jail this movie's not gonna happen I think that's what happens right because this is something I appreciate about Marvel to an extent, right? Right. Here, I'll give you an example. I know, because you're all, uh-oh, Rob mentioned Marvel. No, uh, no, no. I like Ever Marvel. since The Dark Knight came out, like, before The Dark Knight came out, we all just wanted a Batman movie that, that was at least dark and not Batman and Robin, right? We can all agree yeah. that was not the way to go. Like we, Yeah. But after The Dark Knight, that fucking Batman movie needed to be the best movie ever made. <laughs> it win all the Oscars. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It needed it needed triple A talent. If it was not firing on every cylinder, it was a complete failure of a fucking blah 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 blah. And since then, like they've been trying to like I feel like when it comes to Batman, they've been trying to recapture that mentality versus whatever mentality Chris Nolan had going into Batman Begins was I just want to make a solid fucking Batman film that maybe doesn't lean on what we did before or like Batman eighty nine. We just want to make a blockbuster Batman film. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just I just feel like, well, but 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 look, look at what they do though. Like if you look at the Tony Gilroy Star Wars, right? Look at look at Rogue One and look at the the twelve ish, you know, eight hours of and or whatever the hell it is. Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that right there was was more of that Nolan perspective of we just want to make a really good film or a really good story, really good series or whatever. But then you also and have they, and they meant it. And they yeah, meant yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they and they did it. And, and, and um, yeah. And then, but on the other hand, you have like the, I just want to see a lightsaber guys and in girls and you gotta like, you have to appease them too. So it's a really big, big market. I, I think you don't want to leave everybody behind. I think that like, in, way, in a way they're, the they're, record, they're, they're trying to hit all of these, this, these patches of fans. And for the record, Jason, Luke's mm -hmm. Luke's invaders, those sabers, those those sabers that were built in the seventies, right? Those sabers, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they got screws in them. <laughs> oh yeah, they got little, they got little screws. And oh yeah, them, because like, they're like, because they're fucking camera parts. That's that's how fucking real world they are. Yeah, Graflex. I, I yeah. know that one. I know because I I went on a Graflex hunt when I was in Germany back in the in the early aughts, you know. And yeah, and, you can't uh, find them the anymore here. Like, you can find them in 2000. The, the Germans yeah. were laughing at me. Oh, and Star Wars. -y. Ha, 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 ha. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. all right, you fucking asshole. But like, but yeah. that's that was one of my biggest complaints about the Phantom Menace, even when I was the biggest defender of it, was that the lightsabers looked like they were molded. They didn't look like they were built from anything. Like, they all looked like one piece. To that end, I was like, well, they may as well just been carved out of fucking wood. You know what I mean? Then it would have been a more elegant weapon. It's just the molded uh, plastic. And it's not just the lightsabers. It's, you know how I feel about the industrial design of the Phantom Menace. Everything looks like it came out of a Disney store from, you know. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's an, supposed to be an art deco time. And uh, that's that's more of what they're they going for. Is Dane, like, Dane's more elegant, apartment but... complex. Dana's apartment complex was mm -hmm. Art Deco, Jason. All right. The mm -hmm. Phantom Menace was... Eh, eh. No, you... It's more like the, Mall Deco. It's Mall Deco. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't you know, know where they, they did it on the cheap, prefab, yeah. for, the, for the WB store. Yeah. Listen, ju just call Doug Chang a fucking bitch while you're at it. Just call him a fucking bitch, dude. Are you crazy? That's what you're saying. You're calling Doug Chang <laughs> a bitch right in, now. That man is still in better shape than me, dude. Like, have yeah. you seen him... The That's only person in better shape than, than Doug Chain is Danny Elfman. Have you seen that guy? Like, like, he's, he's like carrot top level. That's, that's, that's 80s. <laughs> Worked out in the 80s on cocaine strong. Still, you know. <laughs> 
He did not look like that in the eighties. I saw him once, like he was a Tower Record or some shit. Yeah, like, was, he, I, I remember him him doing the uh, like like tank tops with with the, with this you know little cocaine muscles going on back then. But <laughs> was it was it the cut the the, the halfway cut the eighties? Yeah, you know where it cuts up the uncle. What was that uncle from like, Napoleon Dynamite? Right, he had that. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico, yeah. Uncle Rico, yeah. But my, um, I, I just want to wrap up, beyond? Jason. If mm-hmm. oh, sorry. No, go yeah, ahead. before we get into that, to to reiterate the whole point of that ramble was, like, if everyone, if 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 this, if people are just gonna bitch anyway, just fucking yeah. make the cool thing and let them bitch about the cool thing, then fucking bitch about a half so, measured effort. Uh, you know, that, I mean? that's like, but th- that's that's right there is where the big where I think they have a, a problem with listening is I think at times Lucasfilm doesn't know how to listen because so much of the audience are complete shitheads. And then they start to tune it all out. And then who they don't tune out are the people who weren't being shitheads about the last shithead thing. But those people also usually will just tell you that everything you do is great. That Star Wars Rebels is maybe some of the best Star Wars that's ever come along, and stuff like that. And it's like, and no, no, and it's no, and you know what? I'm drinking coffee, Jason. And for a cartoon, (laughs) the stories are really good. I mean, I mean, but but at the same time, does Ezra Bridger uh, talking to himself like he's fucking Aladdin because the audience is a apparently perceived to be too stupid to comprehend what's going on visually or because they're too cheap to visually have what he is thinking and doing shown on screen. So it's telling instead of showing like that kind of stuff. No, they, they're not telling them that they're just telling them, Oh my God, I, I hit so good. And then these other people are like, Oh, uh, so, you know, I saw, I don't see that in Alabama like this. Alabama ain't like this. Star Wars ain't like Alabama. Therefore, and it's just like fucking two polar opposites of insanity, like just completely fucking bonkers on, on like on like from all angles. And so anyways, I don't think they've ever figured out how to listen, though. I, I think that's like the actual like, like issue. There, there has to be some fucking PR company that knows how to wrangle this. Right. I mean, can we think of what company has i mean nintendo's met well no they're in japan so well, they don't give a shit so like, has yeah. somebody figured this out like, Look, lucas 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 film pr itself that it came with to disney marvel um, pr how about is, that it's, it's, it's fucking it nuts no no i mean i mean they're all fucking nuts fakes you know like i said the, the one of the ladies in that in that little pr regime canceled my interviews because eric geller from the force.net had his fucking temper tantrum to her about me getting access <laughs> fucking bitch and then and then um and then but then but Sorry, then dude. this lady goes and goes what are you doing i'm like at the bar fucking having a drink in the hotel i'm like oh they canceled all my interviews just oh my gosh she gives me a hug and then the then the lady from disney calls me and and later on and tells me yeah you know she canceled it because of eric geller and it's like it's like i was just like oh f these people man i'm going i'm going my own way his you last know? name is geller Who, uh, like ross Eric? geller from friends i don't know Maybe that's why fucking you don't like I, friends so much i mean that's I, why i i'm gonna just gonna add that to another reason why friends fucking sucks actually dude <laughs> um no but, i'll hold this over friends they, 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 um, they put this they put this the, the slave bikini thing on the map you know yeah, I mean? fucking, it was, it was no forgotten. no return of the jedi it was did. forgotten it was and, forgotten um, yeah, you know back. what it did? It brought a bunch of basic bitches to Star Wars that I didn't need. Uh, um, no, no, some of those are my friends. You stop that, Jason. You stop. Yeah, that. we don't need them here. And they were uh, nothing basic about them. <laughs> Jedi. Uh, so, anyways, though, um, yeah. So the and then the PR people who tend to take over for Star Wars, sort of like in the past, it's changed a little bit now. But you know, for most of the films that we're talking about, we're like, oh, okay, let let, let the grownups handle this now. But they were all Marvel people, and they know how to market movies with characters' first name as the title only, <laughs> mostly. And they're the people that came up with a Star Wars story, and then so that way they can make everything called Solo, Boba Fett. Okay, we all know, know. They, apparently they didn't have the. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out. Somebody figured out. Maybe yeah. no companies figured out how to deal with this. 
Ugh, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering. You know me, I'm the first to criticize Lucasfilm, but like maybe maybe just none of them have figured out how to do it, you know? Yeah. And that's where I think maybe they would if they actually engaged, like if they had a Star Wars channel where they were engaged with this shit, they could actually figure out actively a way versus this mentality of duck and duck and cover. You know? the, 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 fucking, the fucking problem, though, is, is that it... They they mostly only know how to play favorites. They only know how to, you know, go with this one rando thing that it, they like or, or whatever it happens to be. And uh, as opposed to being like, oh, you know what? Fucking uh, Christian Harloff has a huge audience. Uh, we should give we should do a ton of shit with that guy. Like they don't they're not very He's pragmatic. good at interviews, though, right? You know what I mean? He's got that. Mentality. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but my 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 point is I is Christian Harloff being good, being bad, or being lame or rad or your favorite or your least favorite. The fucking point is is taking the message to the consumer, and that's right. not what they're about. They're about uh, you know it's kind of funny because they they don't like leaks because they think it's all about clout. Yet they behave completely on clout with certain creators who Maybe they they who make clout. Like they yeah, got a maybe. Guy over there named Klaus, and they met him. I mean, look, yeah. we're watching Lucasfilm PR fuck up right now with Indiana Jones. I mean, it's not like uh, I'm looking at I'm, the past I'm... or predicting in the future. Like, like you couldn't, Jason. I got, I, I went to the theater, right? Yeah. And I mask up. I mask up. I saw Spider Verse, right? Like Thursday. Yeah. Me I too. go to the theater nine nine fifty showing, packed. Jason, I told you that fucking film. They were under predicting yeah. the, the demand for that movie. Oh right? no, no, every crazy every, Idaho's packed at nine fifty on a Thursday. That every every movie is is under predicted right now, though. That that isn't. Right. That but isn't there wasn't even. But this this is a big theater chain up here, right? Yeah, they got everything in there. No Indiana Jones poster. No Indiana Jones trailers. Nothing. You know. Mm-hmm. And there was plenty of Disney trailers, you know, they fucking trailer for Little Mermaid. I'm like, this shit's playing right next door. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is there a trailer for this? This is weird, man. Like, what is going on, dude? Like, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get our images from, uh, what do you call it? Two from, there was a bunch of pictures that came out. Um, oh, okay. From uh, Empire and stuff like that for, for, for Ahsoka. We're going to look at those in just a, like a, a minute. But I, I didn't ask people because I don't talk to people, but I do ask the people working there because, you know, they're in mm-hmm. the know, right? The employees. I'm like, hey, man, you looking forward to Indiana Jones? And they're like, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you know? no, no, I was no, like, no. No. Um, like, so, so. Older dudes, too. I asked the young and the old. I didn't know. You know. Well, they, they aren't fucking up Indiana Jones. Um, okay. They have. They, they, the, the misstep that they ever, the biggest misstep they ever had was initially early on not saying what the movie was about or what the grounded heart of the film is, the death of Mutt, for instance, something like that. You know what I mean? They needed to give one of those and they didn't. So the early stuff, it didn't mean anything. But um, out here, man, when I, I went to pick up the kids before the show right now, and I actually have, have I actually got, got grabbed a picture or two, and there's huge billboards along the freeway. My theater, like oh, yeah, I said, LA. The, no the whole LA. I mean, I mean, no, but this isn't I mean, I'm not in LA though. I'm I'm I mean I am in LA, but I'm not in LA. Like when you go into LA, yeah, there's probably gonna be an Indiana Jones on, on the side of a building and shit, right? No matter those be no matter what the movie was, it probably that thing would happen. But what I'm right saying the is the Figaro at Staples Center. Yeah, yeah what, I, what I'm saying is, is like this stuff right here, right now, Indiana Jones is everywhere and everything else isn't. I, I'm not seeing the Transformers stuff barely anywhere. Everything, and everything I'm all not, at once isn't playing anymore. Oh, nope. I, nope. But I mean, I mean, no, I'm, I'm saying like, so on Indiana Jones, at some point they figured it out and they either put more money into it into the to the uh, campaign or whatever but they are paying to get awareness of of it out and then uh, on another side note in terms of like like the the pre-sale tickets for for flash pre-sale tickets for mm-hmm. spider-verse all that shit none of that shit is moving uh, well, early no yeah. none of it's none of it's moving until yeah, like three yeah, days yeah, before it is yeah, yeah i told you i don't i don't put any stock in the pre-sale tickets you know right like, and, and but that's yeah. also that's that's all you have 
to to right now say Indiana Jones is a failure. It might fail. I, I don't know. But but, but uh, what I'm saying is they have now. I've seen it at least in Southern California. They fucking they're paying for their Indiana Jones awareness. Uh, no one's gonna not know it came out unless they are fucking blind. Is my point. And then and then um, in terms of like like the uh, tr- trailers and stuff like that, you know that stuff is eh, it's it's okay. But is that Fourth of July week in its plan, or is it the 29th? It's June 29th was when the first shows. Well, 29th, well, right? It comes out like June 30th, but you know, there's like a 3 p.m. and a 7 p.m. on June 29th, and like that's what I'm going to. And then, yeah, and like I, I got, you know, I got flash tickets, and then, and then they put up flash tickets for like Monday. I was like, fucking hell, you guys, you know, like I already bought the flash tickets. And then, and then, but by the, but that, that one did sell out the Monday for flash did around me sold out, but you might, if you guys might have one around you where you could see it Monday early, or if you're going by yourself, like you might be able to get like one ticket, you know, and uh, see it. So like they're, they're doing screenings on Monday. I think it's Monday anyways, but uh, yes, but, but point being um, everybody has been all of the box office, like analysts more or less have, have lowballed everything not really been that right about what's going on now because everything everything's changed so and and i guess you could have a little bit of empathy for the studios on that front because with everything having changed things that they thought were a given aren't and then some shit's just like spider-verse didn't do this promotion look at what it's doing it's weird right it's 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 it's, uh yeah i I think I think it's for me at this point, it's in the same category as political polling, like whatever they were using Mm -hmm. before to gauge that is irrelevant in whatever timeline we're living now. Yeah. You know, it's just not reflective. I've, I've, I've not seen a poll accurate since in anything since 20, since before 2016, 2017, you know, like, yeah, I've just, I've just not seen that whether it's movies or politics or anything. So yeah, well, the, the, like the the problem is people, demographic, you interested in avatar, yeah, but if you polled it, you're interested in Avatar, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, we, we know where that went, right? So, mm-hmm. but I'm just telling you, like, I'm not using, like, I'm just using my Gitchy, right? Because that's what I, that's what I use. Like, I look, I observe, and then I guess, you know, like, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to tell you, man, I think the film, if it's good, will do well. Like, it could do five, seven hundred million, you know what I mean? Like, Needs Pretty, to, yeah, could do eight hundred, but it needs like, to do eight to break even. Yeah, when all that's, this, that's the question. And because, and and I don't know if they upped the marketing like in a in an insane way, or if the marketing has always been where it's where it's been, and this has always been the plan. That's one thing that we don't know for certain. And um, so it might even be more. I don't, but well, but that's remember, that's a might. I don't know. I had this mm-hmm. conversation with someone months ago where I said, you know, the Marvel movies need to get back to really coordinating and designing their fight sequences to be extremely memorable. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange being like, that's my biggest complaint about the movie. is like, you guys really need to like, if you see the way the fights were done in What If with the Doctor Strange shift and you see in the movie, is I like the cartoons way better. So you, you, you got you to gotta go like, I went on a... The hot mic, right? I I gave him some money. It was like asked about the fight. Give me money. I'll I'll tell you whatever you want Jason, to hear. I give you money every fucking month. So I, give- I know, but I want I want hot, <laughs> hot mic money. You got to ask Spreezy for hot mic money, man. <laughs> that dude dropped some uh, breaking news. F- fuck you, Best Bin Bulletin, for trying to make me laugh during the show. Sorry. So anyway, but I asked him about it, and Snyder, Jeff Snyder, felt that the fights were never a big part of Marvel. But I'm like. No, they really were. It's ever since the elevator, the elevator fight, it's a big deal. And I'm telling you, you're the elevator fights. The only the only reason I saw the but second you movie. You need to understand the group of kids that have aged. They're growing up. Mm-hmm. The Marvel people. They're growing up with anime. They're growing right. up with my hero and change and you know Dragon Ball Z. That shit's oh, they, Full Metal Alchemist. They're growing up with Kill La Kill. They're growing up with all sorts of mm-hmm. fucking Attack on Titan. And so, like, Spider-Verse, to me, is the first thing I've seen that represents the visual fidelity of shit they've been getting in other media from games, you know, in terms of the action and stuff. Like, it's super dynamic. You yeah. know, it's not like that Michael Bay, we threw a lot of action in the screen, just blue shit. That's not it. It's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. They, yeah. There's a, a lot of these kids, man, they've grown up 
with animation, whether they realize it or not. If you're if you if you if your extent of fucking fighting it comes from video games, that's animation. Someone animated that. So I feel like to capture that audience, you need to have some, at least one or two sick ass fucking fights in your movie. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With you know, otherwise you need to go full drama like like the Batman, right? Or to an extent Logan. Well, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not, everything, it's not everything to me, but but the Phantom Menace fight scene in 1999 saved that movie for some people. It's the reason why it's still the best prequel it's, movie to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and, and no, yeah, and you, you can't you can't dis, discount that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it that like it's it's not it doesn't make a movie, but it certainly gives it some like mojo without a doubt. You can't you can't. Take I don't that see any difference between a well executed fight sequence and the Padres. You mm-hmm. need a big yeah. hook on yeah, these a, things. They're genre-based yeah. films at a budget. You need a big thing to get people to rally around that point, you know? I saw that and little so, boy in that pod racer going 600 miles an hour. You tell me that wasn't a fight, Rob. You tell me that wasn't a fight scene. That's why I can't stand Revenge of the Sith when the spaceships move so slow. They move slow. What? What? They're dude? slow. It's rough. They just it's slowly man. move through they the battle. Going, taking they their, three, they, they, they move... They move like Janice from the Muppets, where she just tucks for nah, sure. dude, go fucking, do the battle, <laughs> dude. It's like a fucking yeah. ballet dance, no, needs bro. Needs to be like it, animal, not like dog. Animal, <laughs> you know, like you got to get your, you got to figure it out, Jason. But um, but anyway, Jedi Mike, I know you're probably joking. I don't know if that's a thing or a joke, but I would say it would not be relevant that the Spider Verse could ever do more than anything like that because it's where it's released in the summer. Uh, even if it has good legs, those legs will get kind of kneecapped by the Flash and Indiana Jones and all of the stuff that keeps go- coming out. Whereas it, classically, when the Avatar movies come out, there's not really anything to to come and do that to it. And but, we have to see how well the movie does internationally. You know, you, like, you see what fucking Tom Cruise is trying to trying to do? The IMAX shit yeah, and everything. I don't fuck him. You know what? I'm not going to see his fucking movie now. Fuck him. Yeah, Jason, you, you've never seen any of the Mission Impossible I'm not, movies. I was going to see it. Find ex- I was going to see find it. An excuse no, no, I think he's right. No, I was going to see it because of you. Because you're. I think like, putting Oppenheimer. It's impossible. I've looked, it's I'm not watching a depressing ass nuclear weapons movie in the middle of summer. Uh, it's a fucking uh, October release. What you know? Wait, wait you, have, you have months where you'll watch. It's not Dunkirk, where you at least get a fucking battle. It's guys in the desert thinking about whether they're going to blow something up or not. Like I just hmm. sorry. It's well, not, I don't get it. Yeah, the, the the guys on the last podcast on the left were are doing uh um the history of of the bomb, and and all of the players and and shit, and like they had a pretty hilarious thing just just laughing about Matt Damon playing that that military guy <laughs> that that he's playing. They're like, what the fuck are they thinking with Matt Damon in that role? But at the same time, uh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to see that movie. I know it's going to be good, and I don't really care if it's not October. I'll be okay with that. In case in point, dude, Nolan's been on a downhill trajectory for a while. I mean, his movies get more inaudible. <laughs> the, the mumble thing. So if I, we, it, uh, so if we, if we purposely get competitive and then cut off the, the the movie's chance, then that just becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, though. I think, given that Tom Cruise helped save the movie industry last summer, he, you know, he, you know what though, Mission Impossible cards. fucking twenty nine, just like Indiana Jones fucking twenty seven is not Top Gun fucking 2 that I've been waiting for since I was 7 years old. It's these not the same not thing. Be, yeah, and, these films should not and, be and acting like it. No, yeah, no, no, but they I, I'm, saying, I'm saying in the same way that I, I think that fucking Jedi Sur- Survivor should not be coming out 2 weeks before The Legend of Zelda. That's total bullshit. Doesn't mm-hmm. help fucking that game at all. Doesn't help that game at all. No one remembered it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like yeah, but Poof, my, gone. my no one's talking about my it, my, my whole thing is is when you're when you're a competitive cunt like that, fuck you. If if and and it, it's fucked up when anybody does it. It's this, fucked this, up when Star Wars this, does it. It's fucked J- up when Quentin Jason Tarantino from, does it. J- Jason yeah. says when you're a competitive cunt, fuck you, and then he rails about the force.net for an hour in the front of the show. Like, Do you? <laughs> oh, are you confused? Are you confused that me and the yes, force.net do the, do the do the same thing? Because <laughs> Force.net hasn't well, been in making Star Wars country since 1999, you know. Yeah, 97, Jason. I'm, I, I, I'm yeah. no, no. In, Come in, on, in, yeah. in, in 99, I mean, and then they all jump ship to IGN for Attack of the Clones and sold out, and then Imagine Games Network. 
Yes, yes. You know, yes. but um, uh, uh, Bestman Bulletin tells me to tell. But anyways, yeah, com- being competitive like that in art is fucking a shithead move. I get it's business at the same time. But um, why don't you just move your fucking movie to August when you have no competition? You'll do the same Tom Cruise, you fucking cunt. Um, Rob mentioned what Ciderverse does internationally. It made $80 million internationally and 120 stateside, similar to Little Mermaid. Depends on the legs, but it's looking more like five to six hundred five hundred million to six hundred fifty million for Spider Verse, for what it's worth. Yeah, and so. typically, look, there's no one way to get to a billion dollars. If there was, everyone would be doing it, you know. Yeah. So typically, you you do see uh, overseas doing double domestically to hit like one point five, one point three around there. So if it's doing even, it could be more like. 800 900 it could just just yeah. crawl up there you know it's like, more like marvel movie territory but guys look i i, I know macquarie has said it himself that these studios don't give a shit if you make 700 million they don't care if you make a billion but let's be honest folks like fucking if, if these films do 700 million dollars and they got merch on the back end they probably made mm-hmm. three or four billion you know like well it's ridiculous they they're going to have to start to wake up and realize that just it just being a billion, which is a very arbitrary number to our stupid brains. Um, right. That's, that's just language. And they're going to have to start looking at it for like what it, what it really is. Um, but what did it do in crypto? Um, who knows? <laughs> $3. It's probably, probably like a lot. Pro- it's probably like three, four, 14 trillion Doge coins, I guess, or something like that. But um <laughs> doja doja cat whatever the fuck i don't know who it was whatever but um i mean uh the other thing was there was one more thing i was going to say but anyways uh yeah so that the, the spider verse movie though um I, I think is is like you say i think they're they're doing it right i think that movie was was fucking super good the marketing didn't seem insane. It was better than it was like on the previous ones. And there's like a Burger King promotion or something. And you'll see some billboards. But it was it was very modest, I'd say. It seems like that anyways out here uh, compared to Indiana Jones. And um, so I'm but like, they well. they do have a Burger King promotion, right? It's just as well as Taco Bell needs to get back that Star Wars stuff. I mean, it's fun watching people walk around with stupid spider crowns and shit you know as, yeah as dumb as that stuff is i do find it charming i you know? I, I i broke my uh my uh diet to uh share a spider verse sunday with penny it was okay but i i enjoyed it i just hope um, man like if the spider verse does well that the next time they make a spider-man game you know on the ps5 or whatever mm-hmm. they'll make a spider verse game because i love that i'd like to see some of that art style translated in into 3d yeah. more than realistic New York City, you know. Well, like like I was telling you, man. For 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 me, Spider Man's not sacred. I like Spider Man. Spider Man's fun. It's not sacred to me, and so there's like you know, not, there's not really a way to offend me other than just bore me. And but I think that the Spider Verse, those two movies together, for me, are better than anything Spider Man's ever done for for me. That's that that would be my Spider Man, and uh, I I I enjoy it. So I'm. I just hope the third one doesn't suck. Doesn't like all of a sudden drop the ball. Like, like the Nolan Batman movie kind of, kind of killed that, well, that little thing for me. You know, that third Batman. Nolan movie? They made these, they made these at the same time. So it's the same people. Then the Nolan probably movie won't. was yeah. made. I mean, it was supposed to have Joker and it was supposed to be a different story. And then I, what I don't understand, man, is at some point, and I would love to talk to fucking with the other Nolan, John Nolan, who wrote the, the base, the script, basically, you know, Norman He's, Nolan point. What point do you you say, hey man, we're making this uh, this first Batman movie one to make a little Blade Runnery? That's why we got Ruger Hauer in there. We got the fucking cars that look like the Sky Cars. And sh- okay, yeah. Second movie, we're going with Heat. The third movie, you go with the tale of two fucking cities. Like, like, what are you thinking, dude? Like, I would have, I would have been like, I would have just smacked him. Poosh, you know what I that's, mean? Like, like with the, like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's that's what happens when 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 that when you look in the mirror and you're like I'm I'm the next Ernest Hemingway I'm Shakespeare I am my generations you know that's you have to be full of shit at that point. Personally, I've caught a lot of Akira references in that film, right? Okay, beyond the gun, the bike, but like even where they store the the little weapon, there's a the same elevator when they go down to it. The way they go to the Akira like facility, there's some a lot of it, and plus nuclear weapon. There may have been a case to say, hey, if we had done a three and four modeled after Akira with Batman, 
there there right. might have been something there for you, you know. But Tale right. of Two Cities, like I just when they wheel out the the giant judge shit, I'm like this fucking shit, you know. Like we're back in the fucking Dickens. Like I don't want. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird, dude. No, it's fucking it's stupid. Weird. Um, Sam says, Jason, I think you're into UAPs. Any thoughts on the soon to be released interview with Whistleblower claiming U.S. has for many years had vehicle materials from non-human origins? So I read the article on that 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 came out to, today, and uh, from the debrief, I think. And uh, are you okay, Benny? You okay? Not feeling well. Okay. Can you, can, you, can you close the door for daddy, please? Pretty soon. Yeah, Penny's not feeling good today, so I'm going to have to get to the article here pretty quick. Um, um, but anyways, uh, the uh, UAP thing that came out today is a guy saying that it, he's not seen any UFOs. He hasn't touched any UFOs. He's never been in the presence of one, but he's seen the uh, documents. And there's a couple of just like weird things about that that makes it not where i'm like oh my oh boy here it is because the, the number number one is you nobody knows when that be classified or could you not classify something that doesn't exist because it's like a program is is it going to prove that that those programs exist well yeah but do we believe that they have programs that are about reverse engineering technology from outside the us or earth of course of course they would like like we we know those exist when they were capturing those those Chinese drones that were over the United States of America a couple of months ago. And so, so anyways, like, yeah, it's definitely like interesting. All of the grifters are going to grift on it, but I'm still hoping, you know, I'm hoping that ends up being something fascinating, but also it's like Indiana Jones and last crusade, you know, it's like X never marks the spot. That's X marking the spot. And then, you know, it's usually like when the ground falls out from under, underneath you, right there that's that's when this is gonna how this usually goes so until somebody actually comes out and like sh shows something you know it's and then I, and then uh you know the most rational thing i think i've heard is that like uh, a couple of the scientists who are studying it are like we don't think this is U ufos but we do think that the united states has cracked anti-gravity and has been hiding it for some reason like that's i think the most the most realistic take on it at the moment but but who knows i mean i'm i'm gonna follow it and like when you know when all of this the dust sort of settles on what's happening today and if more comes out uh me and rob will, will do like a ufo show if, if, if you guys are interested and we'll like you know sift through it or whatever so but like how jason just signs me up for more shows yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna tell you it's an all avatar right. show i mean it's like Oh shit! I'll be there. What time? Avatar will make two point five billion. Is that realistic, Rob? You gonna wear a tail this time? You gonna wear a tail this? Time? Mm -hmm. Who the fuck cares how much an Avatar movie? I, I'm, I'm asking I, I you if it's realistic. You. Huh? No, you, you know what? Avatar is crazy though, Rob, because it has no culture around it. Here's here's the world That's, we live in, and mm -hmm. this, the, the world we live in now is different than the one that Lucas was making the original trilogy in, right? And we can all agree. Back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, sequels made less than the first movie. That's how it typically 70%. It used to be 70% return. Right. But after, you know, post-Marvel, now they make more, right? If, if people love them, the next one can make way... Look <clears> at the John Wick movies, right? Boop, 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 right? They mm -hmm. just go and go. So, so is it possible? Sure, it's possible. You know, I could see, yeah, sure. But, like, I mean... I just, I just don't know, dude. I mean, what happens if like three weeks before Avatar three comes out, there's a fucking war in half of Eastern Europe? You know what I mean? Then like, who the fuck knows? Well, like, I mean, yeah, but let's let's assume the current climate. Or what if ticket? <laughs> what if what if ticket prices are so high, people just only go once? Like yeah. that, that that's well, a realistic problem, you know? Like look at no, now. That's 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 my realistic problem for like right now is when I take myself and the kids to, to the theater, I'm in about $65 for the tickets. And then when when you add the fact that it uh, they're going to want stuff, if we get the concessions there, then it, it, it gets closer to like, you know, 80, 90 bucks. And, it's, uh, and so I've already gone like to Spider-Verse. I did another one. Which, what else did I see? I saw something else. 
Spider Verse, that one I, I I pre-ordered for the Flash and that, and it's like I fucking feel like I spent four hundred dollars on movies that I haven't, and half of them I haven't seen them yet. Like that's what it feels like. And so when something else, you know what I mean? That's where like Oppenheimer and stuff like that, where I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna go see Oppenheimer. I I want to see it, but that I'm probably not, gonna. I that is I man, dude. I mm -hmm. look, guys. Oppenheimer feels to me like Chris Nolan wanted to make a There Will Be Blood, but he just got he he tried to do it through a summer blockbuster lens, you know, like. But that's the whole thing, that, though. That, is it? Is it? Is it? I, I don't, don't know. know. I is. don't know. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what I'm. I've watched every preview. I've sat through it, and I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. not paying fucking the thirty dollars. It's thirty fucking dollars to go see an IMAX movie, man. Even in, here, you know, in my yeah, in in my opinion. It's not going to be a summer film. They're selling it as if it is because they want to release it in the summer and they want it to make summer film money because it costs summer film money. And um, but is it probably going to be? You know, I don't know though. I mean, like that's that's like the other thing. Is it is it just going to like glorify Oppenheimer? Is it is it is it real? You know what I mean? Like it's it's because yeah, it's a complicated. I felt like Oppenheimer. They should have left it at the uh, uh, you know with his with uh, as a quote before Godzilla. You know, like that's. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> Look, that's the truth. I'm not the audience Pathet for this one. Pathetic and out of touch. Already seen too many people say day one purchase. Enjoy your Star Wars data big entries floating over Mando three. Uh oh, uh oh. But but as a true, we'll pay for Transformers. But yeah, and and that's that's where I think like this summer is weird too, is because I think like I could be wrong, but I think the people of my age, me and Rob's age are we we know transformers is not going to be good to us because it never has been and we're not going to see it and then we're going to see indiana jones because we have to and then you guys are going to see transformers because you've liked it the whole time and then indiana jones is the one where you're just like i don't know i mean i know i'm and i know as a true we'll see indiana jones but i'm saying talking like demographics oh generally. no jason i bought mm -hmm. my ticket for transformers on thursday at 5 30 3d Here's the deal. Here's the you deal. Did? I don't think it's going to be great. Here's the ding. I didn't. You like have an Bumblebee. Indiana Jones ticket? No, I have Transformers. And you bought a Transformers ticket? You fucking the theater, traitor! I buy from I buy from the theater directly, not from Fandango. You've so not only betrayed your Indiana country, Jones. you have betrayed your yeah. generation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> Just I tell you, my my parents, my country, my generation. Take a number. You know, like like. To quote Jack Burton, eventually I rub everyone the wrong way, Jason. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when it comes to Transformers, here's the thing, man. I fucking hate these movies at this point. But yeah. I have this problem where, like, I sit here drawing, and there's an eight-year-old Rob in me who goes, there was a live-action Transformers movie and you didn't go see it? You know what I mean? I can't, I can't just, I feel like, if I get to the fucking other side, when, when I get to the other side one day, if, uh, man, will, will there be a little version of me just judging the movies I didn't go see? Because well, would have I, loved to have seen. I'm going to tell you know. some, Rob. I have a time machine, and I just went back, and I watched you watching your bootlegged pay-per-viewed copy of Temple of Doom, and I just told you you didn't pre-order tickets to Indiana Jones 5, and you said, did I grow up to be a bitch? And I said... I'll tell you, I'll tell you what got me to get the ticket, right? I don't, yeah. I don't care about the fucking, I, I only like Dinobots. I don't give a shit about these beast wars and shit. Yeah. Galvatron. Saw Galvatron. Now I got to go see it. Mm -hmm. I got to see if they, they, they do this one right or fuck it up. Got Got to, you know, they got me they with should, the Galvatron. They got me they with should, the little member berries, member, member bots, right. member bots. Yeah. It, it's Kathleen Kennedy's birthday, according to Twitter and Star Wars Meg. And Yeah. Good, good job, Kathleen Kennedy. How, how did you make Anita Jones cost that much? Happy birthday to you. Million? Uh, it's more than that. Three hundred million some change. That's why I was saying it has to make like it has to make eight hundred million to even be in the realm of like breaking even. And I I don't know how it. I I don't have an answer to the how we got how we got here. I was working under the theory that Indiana Jones filmed the opening in the castle with old Indy not being de-aged at one point, And then they decided to go redo it. And that's why it's longer. And I think that that's what may have happened. And that may have been 
what made that budget it's not a hundred million dollars you know it doesn't add if you if you go if you go to refilm an entire 30 minutes of a movie and and you know then you also have like harrison ford being injured and stuff i think it's possible i don't know though i don't know i can't make sense of it you want me to start a rumor right Mm -hmm. it's i it's a i'm not gonna say theory because then that that promotes santa's friends we don't do that here but um uh do you because in gruber's in the film right mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. think it's possible they shot that originally with in gruber and then decided to go deep no. no no that would no. no that would have that would have leaked the fuck out everywhere if in gruber okay. was playing indiana jones oh it would have been because in gruber being in the film was something that i knew the whole time and 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 All i was right. just like yeah so that like that was around so yeah i i i don't i don't think so but you know he would would have done a good job, probably. Well, it would have been an interesting take, anyways. Um, as the truth, today I saw Andor sucks because it's communism and Gilroy is a Hollywood chill destroying Lucas Star Wars. Yeah, there yeah, was a yeah, yeah. there was a an article where that came out where Gilroy has said that George Lucas called him to congratulate him on Rogue One because he loved it, and he said it was like getting a call from the president. So yeah. I don't. I don't think that that they realize that George Lucas is is pretty much a communist and a hypocrite. He's the best capitalist communist we've ever we've ever had. You know, love George Lucas. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go that that route, that's a that's a that's a slippery slope. You got to put put some blinders well, on to got, have that. You got to think about it though. You know, he's got conservative parents. And when I say conservative, they went through World War II and the Depression. They're conservative. And let's also know, be and- real. George Lucas tries to do this like I'm like a middle class person. He was fucking rich. He was a rich kid. Right, right. So they're up. Yeah, he went to he was at Disneyland opening week or whatever. So yeah. like it's fucking rich kid, dude. So, you know, he's got that, but then he goes through the 60s and Bur- you know, UC UCSD or no, no, US USD, right? USC? Forget US- all these fucking acronyms. He went he USC. went to Yeah, he went to USC. USC. UCSD is in San Diego. Yeah, USC. So, you know, I figure like that's got to be like that battle internally, right? He's got to have that constant. He's that he's having a Lucas Civil War all the time, right? Up in that yeah. little noggin. Right? Uh, all right. So here's the article du jour. Star Wars Acolyte has wrapped. Enters post-production amidst the strike. Uh, if you've been following Star Wars or Hollywood for the last few months, you know that everything the industry is it that everything in the industry is in disarray. God, I got a fucking typo. Are you kidding me? Uh, while the da- while the David Zaslavs and the Bob Igers of the industry look for bonuses, the size of the GDP of small nations, the people who create the content, they the, the, ah, the people who create the content they live like kings off of are facing extinction. Star Wars Andor's second season lost Tony Gilroy when Abdullah Saeed called the conflict of interest out to the Writers Guild of America. Gilroy agreed it was a conflict and stepped away from Endor too. To the best of my knowledge, Andor 2 is still filming right now. Um, Gilroy is a rock star in the in the industry and for Star Wars itself, delivering on 14 hours of quality Star Wars content with a human story at its core. Anyone in charge at Disney looking for a bonus while this happened has some big balls. We can only hope the most vital moments from the second season of Andor 2 were already in the can while Gilroy was still revising the project. <laughs> sources, yeah, sources say the scripts were done. Sources say the scripts were done, but revisions and the writing process is usually refined until the last moment as Gilroy's a perfectionist. The scripts are likely pretty good. Will it matter? You know, that, that's the fucking question. So the, uh, you know what I mean? Like he, the, he would be tink- tinkering with those scripts until the last minute, no matter what. And, at what point does it not matter to us anymore? At what point when you hear a song does one extra, you know, pass on compression matter to you? I don't know. Nobody does. So it's, it's a weird one. The only other star Wars project in active production is star Wars acolyte. My sources have confirmed to me that the Leslie Headland prequel to the prequels series has wrapped production and escaped the watchful eye of Abdullah Saeed. And then I say update Bespin Bulletin has also heard many of these same details and can verify this Acolyte report. And there's a link there. Acolyte has been winding down for a while now. For a time, it looked like maybe it was going to stop, 
but it was just a slow turn to the finish line for them. Showrunner Leslie Headland commented at Star Wars Celebration, the show would be finished by now, and it is, with most of the main cast being done around a month ago, most of the cast having moved on to ADR recording elsewhere. And uh, yeah, the ADR recording is not all being done at the same same place, by the way. I meant to include that. That's kind of touching on it there. Uh, anyways, more on that later. The talk about Skeleton Crews, not the Disney Plus series, but the small filming crew version, has me ponder if some secret was filmed for the back end of the show. If there was ever a place to do something like that, it makes sense it would happen that way. At that time, uh, Skeleton Crews did not, it did exist in the rear of the production schedule. That said, I said in the rear of the production schedule. That said, I heard that. there isn't there isn't much as much to hide from a series taking place decades before Jar Jar Binks. You know, if Darth Vader doesn't show up, like it's kind of like, is there anything to hide really? Would would anybody care yet? So today, I bring good news amidst a lot of industry turmoil. Andor is still trucking on like he has been since he was six years old. It is debatable what the absence of Tony Gilroy will mean for the second and final season, but great news is Star Wars Acolyte is done in the can and fully in post-production, having dodged the wrath of the strike. There Doge. might be doged. There might be a light at the end of the tunnel. The Directors Guild of America has reached a tentative deal with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Raises in language like AI is not a person accepted. The AI, the AI issue was an easy one as you cannot copyright AI created content, which means it cannot be truly owned. So the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers aren't throwing a big bone there when you want, if you want to be real about it. The DGA was supposed to be standing in solidarity with the WGA as they want most of the same things. This does seem to open the door for the WGA, though. However, it does not solve the issue of the mini writer's room, and that is likely to be the last battle before the strike ends. Star Wars The Mandalorian 4 was supposed to begin filming this fall. That is likely not going to happen until the winter now if the strike ends soon. The truth is no one knows what is going to happen until more progress is made, so beware the charlatans. Hopefully, we are at the end of the beginning at least. And I say the clock is counting down. I was told some time ago that Hell or High Water, Lucasfilm was putting a Star Wars film out by late 2025. That was a Disney directive to Lucasfilm. This strike is delaying crucial months of writing and development on what Ray on, on that Ray standalone Star Wars picture. This may be Lucasfilm's excuse to not release in 2025 the longer this continues. And let's be real, they want that excuse. It is looking more and more like Damon Lindelof was cut from the production of the Ray film due to a new book called Burn It Down that alleges some pretty serious stuff about the production of Lost. So that film is likely being built on the bones of the, of, the, of the Lindelof film, but we just don't know to what extent yet. It sounds like Stephen Knight was brought on before Lindelof even turned in his script. I assume it is because of Burn It Down, which, was also, which also has around 40 pages on Lucasfilm as well. That Shit, likely son. kicked... That's a lot. Yeah, I bought the book, so we're going to cover it next week. Uh, at the end of the week. Oh, good. That likely kicked the Ray film before it was ever even able to stand. Sources would only confirm a lot, lot of anxiety about the book, however. So I was trying to get like, you know, is this why that happened? Can you can you confirm it? I don't think anybody knows. I don't think that was an official reason why it happened. But it cer certainly seems like it was. Um, while we have uh, while we have good news about our Disney Plus shows, Mando Four is sleeping in the back to tank which makes sense because it looks like Boba Fett is going to return next season as the armor being made was indeed for Boba in Mando 4, but it cannot begin filming. The next Star Wars film cannot progress in a meaningful way at the moment. Hopefully the executives get their heads out of their asses so we can get on having fun and overpaying for their products already. Jackasses. Who knows what $3, will happen? $3,500. Yeah. Who knows what will happen with the future Star Wars films? At least on the streaming front, though, we have Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, and or two in the future. Not to mention Indiana Jones opens in less than a month. Then I said, I got my tickets. If they release stuff, I'll see it. And That's so, it, mm -hmm. yeah, this is on the, on the, on the 29th. Less than, okay. a, less than a month. Yep. 
I'll take your and word. Then, yeah, and then we got um, Bespin Bulletin. He's not, uh, he's not a Fulleton. Come on, what's going on here with the open that? I don't want to open the picture. That that theme is dumb on that front. Nobody wants to open the picture. Uh, so he says today there's a report from Making Star Wars, which has read that the film is the coming High Republic series. Blah blah. You could support Bespin on Patreon, and you should. Um, I spoke with Making Star Wars I last do. week, who had had informed via a source of theirs that filming had wrapped on the Acolyte and that he was in the midst of attempting to get more confirmation on what he was being told. Shortly after, I learned from my own independent sources over this past weekend that the Acolyte had finished filming, and I passed on my information to further verify what the outlet had been told. However, by that point, other sources had come forward for making Star Wars to confirm what he had been hearing. As mentioned, I reached out to my sources over the weekend who confirmed to me that the principal photography on the series and that both the first and second units, which included the talent, has wrapped. One of my sources said that Though the first and the second units, along with the cast, have wrapped, there are other act units active, but that principal photography has concluded. My source added that principal photography on the Acolyte wrapped last month as planned and stated by the series creator Leslie Headland at Star Wars Celebration. And then he has like, like you know, more information there, but it's, it's probably like a kind of a retread of what we've already talked about. So, yeah. So there, there we go. Acolyte is is done. Andor's still going, you know, and and like like I said, well, we probably won't really know what Andor lost by losing Gilroy when they lost him. Um, he may, you know, he may clarify that down the road. You know what I mean? If if something doesn't come out well, at the same time. Um, there's always a chance that it, if this gets wrapped up really quickly and filming isn't done, any huge errors, anything that, you know, any mistakes, anything that's really, truly bothering him will be able to, you know, get get, get fixed. You know what I mean? And then uh, Jonesy says, Steven Spielberg praised Indy 5. Honestly, though, Jonesy, I, I want Indy 5 to be good. I'm glad he praised it and didn't just stay away from it. But what's he gonna say? Fucking, it's bad. It's shit. Nobody's me. Like he, he kind of has to. And and but the one thing that I would say is that his comments on it do seem to be more specific than he was like with George and the Phantom Menace, where he just says instant classic, but is not is not specific about anything. Um, he did say so. Somebody else could can make this besides me you know that, that was like his like joke and then he you know but but that's also we're still in that spoiler phase where you don't want to say too much you don't want to fuck with the marketing so but he goes on to say i hope he hasn't jinxed the movie like he did on the, the set of the phantom menace by saying that's going to be great three times lucas is rich as hell dresses like a plumber pure class um i i saw uh harrison ford was doing like one of those like q a's on uh on a uh, youtube and one of the questions was if you were on a desert island, which director would you want to have be your cook? And it was like Mangold, Spielberg, Lucas, or whatever. And he said, not George Lucas, because he lives off of hamburgers and French fries. <laughs> and I was like, that's our boy. That's our boy yeah. right there. And Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't. It's meat. You just told him it's meat spaghetti. You, know? you just <laughs> elevated that fucking twenty spaces. It was Chinese. It was Chinese takeout in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be that good, is it? All right, guys. I I I gotta go because yeah, yeah. Penny's Penny's not feeling well, so I'm gonna I gotta go take care of her and stuff like that. And uh, but we got our we got our hour in. We got a lot of shit talking. We got the story in here. We got we got Bespin Bulletin in in here, and uh, yeah. And make sure you read Bespin Bulletin's like like full article for his thoughts. Um, I just don't have the time today with with these kids. But um, yeah. And Rob, buy your Nina Jones ticket, man. What are you doing? What are you doing, Rob? They told you they're not available. What are you doing? How? They're not selling them yet. It's called Fandango.com. They're all over it. No, I don't get Fandango. Yeah, go to Ticketmaster, too, and buy all your shit, right? No. I mean. I support. I, I get my money to the theater. I don't go to these third-party mm -hmm. fucking vendors. I don't do it. You, you know what I like about the Fandango setup right now, though? 
is for me, not for you, it wouldn't probably wouldn't be worth it for you. But when you do, uh, I think like every two to four tickets, they give you $5 on voodoo. So it's yeah, like every time, well, yeah, I got a lot of $5 movies that I, I like. Like that's, that's what's made it cool. I got like fucking like, like fucking Predator Robocop in 4K for like four bucks or for five bucks that was free from that. So I'm like, that makes it kind of worth it. The convenience when of Fandango that. Fandango ditched the uh, sack lunch puppets. I ditched Fandango. So. That's that, that's a weird take, Rob. Very weird take. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm that Very, kind of guy. You're the only guy who remembers that, Rob. You're the uh, only guy. <laughs> okay, I will not let it go. Simple and Ollie rule. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, well, thank you. Thanks for everyone for being a channel member, for supporting uh, the uh, channel, supporting bestinbulletin.com and uh mainstarwars.net and everything else and our friends and um i'll see you guys tomorrow same time as always probably hey jason hey jason mm -hmm. yeah no, I, i'm a you... puppet guy all right <laughs> i'm a puppet guy <laughs> uh, i got i gotta I, I gotta go this guy is <laughs> Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships. All right, we did it. But guess what? It didn't end. We're still here. Bye, everybody.